This is Traber. We're creating the technology and the ecosystem for everything building. We're creating a market network which boasts a marketplace and a mobile-first, cloud-based suite of project control tools for builders, consumers, trades, suppliers, for everybody. All on the smartphone, all remote, all mobile, all for building. This is Traber. And this is a building conversation. G'day, this is Tony Huxley from Traber Limited. I'm delighted to be joined today by the head of Cape Cod Australia and in his spare time the president of the New South Wales HIA, Rob Mormon. G'day Rob. G'day Tony, how's things? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you making the time. How conscious and aware do you think, from your observations at least, mm. is the building sector about COVID-19? Um, well, I tell you, in the first six weeks, if I received one more email in relation to COVID-19 uh, issues, <laughs> I was going to tear my hair out. But, <laughs> uh, but really, both the HIA and MBA worked really hard to provide the information to the industry as a whole. Yeah. And I think that was extremely successful. I think that um, whether they be the subcontractors and or the builders actually um, understood that they were fortunate to be able to be working. So they actually used it. Um, and uh, applied the social distancing from a planning perspective, not sort of um, having too many people on a site. I think clients in general, when you were, went through the process, were very accepting of it. Um, so, I mean, really, I think overall, they've managed it as well as could, could be expected. But that was as much because they, you know, most tradespeople would have seen the queues outside of uh, all the unemployment lines and thinking yeah, I get it how yeah. fortunate am I still jumping in my car now whether that's going to wear off in the short term or not I'm not uh, I'm not too sure however initially I think they've adapted to it really well so have you physically or structurally had to change your for example site processes around yeah. COVID-19 I mean we're, we're heavy planners um, yep. so yeah we, we helps, does it? absolutely um, so we just consciously where we may have doubled up trades um, we've actually then just reduced that um, so it may extend the time frame of the build from a 16 week to an 18 week or yeah incremental so, so, yeah uh, however uh, overall um, so it hasn't been too bad. I mean, some of the some of our trades, let's say our plumbers who work often in groups of three and four, will probably only go with two. Yeah. Um, so just so that they can actually manage that side of it a little bit better. But yeah. So they're doing it. That's the main. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's excellent. There's been no shortage of information. Yeah. Well, so. we all, our, as you said, our, our inboxes are full of it, and yeah. social media is chock a block with it. Yeah. Um, so look, let me ask, with a checkered, I guess, if not unwelcome media profile in recent years, um, and most particularly sort of more in the medium to high density development mm. space, it would be fair to say that building sector has been in for significant change, if not upheaval. From your experience, where do you see that manifesting most in the future? Look, there's, there's very little doubt that change is required. However, smashing builders with red tape and compliance should not be the whole answer. And I think yeah, that yeah, the, I the that. issue has been that they've actually gone in with a single focus. Yeah. Um, training com um, and compliance and levels of licensing um, should be all part of the armory to actually 
deal with the issue, not just the one area. Um, so, and just going in with a baseball bat to create fear doesn't necessarily help because what happens with the good guys, um, and which is often a lot of the smaller builders, yep. it becomes too hard and they do exactly what you've said and they actually say, this is too hard, I'm gonna step out of the industry. Yeah. Whereas the sharks that are out there will continue to be out there because they're fearless. Um, so they just find ways around it. Uh, so I think a big area is licensing. Um, yeah. and <coughs> In what respect, at, sorry? At, well, at the moment, you can go and get yourself a builder's license, uh, which then covers you from doing the smaller renovation or backyard extension that some people might think is easier, um, to doing you know, three-storey walk-ups. I mean, at the moment, you don't need a license to a multi-storey building. Um, so, Which is yeah, insane. Exactly. That's crazy. So I could be building also a, yeah, by way of example, a $500,000 um, home um, new build or a $1.5 million new build. Yeah, um, now, obviously, the levels of complexity change. So therefore, I mean, the, the best builders are those that have got maturity and, and have been around the traps for a long period of time. So uh, yeah, to suggest that um, I can come out of university um, with any level of education, which is absolutely important, um, without a level of practical experience is really just, I believe, uh, not a great starting point. Um, so therefore, I think that if they uh, my preference would be that they would look at licensing as well as training, as well as compliance. I mean, compliance is essential. Uh, yeah, I get it. So, Understand so I'm not discounting that that's important, but that seems to be the focus. So question without notice, but I guess as an extension of what we were just touching on, I, I think one of the biggest costs in post in building and potentially one of the biggest issues moving forward is that of insurance. I mean, let alone being able to get any form of professional indemnity there insurance. Yeah. I mean, you look at our uh, yeah, independent certifiers at the moment, their, their costs for um, liability is, is just massive. Um, obviously that gets passed on. Um, so, and then you go to your registered um, engineers and surveyors and it just, yeah, the, the costs are enormous. So the actual, um, the opportunity to take those um, changes, compliance changes and improvements, do you think that could ever be seen, that might cascade through to insurance so that all of a sudden insuring the building project could become not such a horrendous number and, you know, will insurers ever pass on those sort of gains and benefits and um, as, as savings to builders and, and they're, they're to, therefore through to consumers or unlikely? Uh, in my lifetime. Okay, uh, I get you. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, it's a long bow. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a hard one to see. So generally, um, in my experience, prices go up before yeah, yeah. Uh, a long way before they start to come down. Rob Mormon, thanks for your time. It's been fantastic. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Good on you.